you. Bill Michaels Show, back on the air. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. By the way, hi to Papa D listening to us in Oostburg. Long time, long time. I mean, Papa D's been calling my show and chiming in since, God, back in the day when I was with the Packers Radio Network. Holy mackerel. Going back to 1999. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, listening on uh, our, our friends from uh, WOKY on AM 920. AM 920 in Milwaukee. Which, by the way, they have us on an hour delay, so he won't hear this mentioned and shout out for another hour, but it's uh, that's okay. That's okay. Speaking of 920, um, we are going to be doing, in conjunction with our local affiliate in Milwaukee, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, our friends at CIBM Bank, and uh, also Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Uh, we're going to be at Albanese's Roadhouse coming up this Friday, 5 to 7. Hopefully you can be there. Myself and Gina Della from Pella, we're going to be there raising money, uh, donating all of our tips. We're going to get behind the bar, roll up sleeves, serve some beverages. That's what I'm looking forward to. I might work on the one for you, one for me method if Joey over at Albanese's lets me, but I may not be able to do any of the live stream later on that afternoon. Just saying. But we're going to raise a lot of money for our friends at Special Spaces. And a Special Spaces is an event where they basically put together these really beautiful bedrooms um, in theme bedrooms for kids with cancer. So hopefully you can come out and join us. Again, CIBM Bank is going to match donations up to 500 bucks. And Joey Albanese from Albanese's Roadhouse is going to match up to 500 bucks. So we're starting the day. If As long as you do your part, we're already starting the day with a couple of grand in our pocket. How about that? How about that? Fantastic stuff. We'll tell you more about it coming up here in just a little bit. So, um, AutoCAT, you bring up a great point. And I want to kind of piggyback what you have to say over on the Bud Light live stream with what I just was reading via Pro Football Focus. He says the Packers need a couple of wide receivers, an edge rusher, and a kick returner. A kick returner, something we have not talked about. So Pro Football Focus was putting together the most improved and the most unimproved needed areas for many of these teams. The most improved team right now, Cincinnati. They needed an offensive line. They got Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, uh, Ted Karras. The only person they got rid of was their center, Trey Hopkins, who was not that good to begin with. So now Ted Karras can take over that position. And they've added three good quality pieces up front. Bringing Collins to pair with Kappa and Karras, Cincinnati the most improved offensive line in the league. They ranked 30th last year. They should be a lot better this year. Miami, they got Teron Armstead. We heard about that signing today. And then they traded for Tariq Hill. So he's going there. Uh, guard Connor Williams is coming into the uh, the offensive line down in Miami. Maybe Tua gets a little more time to throw. Maybe they upgrade themselves a little bit. But that that deal has gotten better. The Jets secondary has gotten better. The Buffalo Bills defensive line, they lose the defensive lineman Harrison Phillips, but in, they picked up Von Miller as an edge rusher, Tim Settle, and Daquan Jones. Both have come into the area. So they've upgraded quite a bit, quite a bit. Now, the most unimproved, the most unimproved, the number one most unimproved unit that needed to be overhauled the Indianapolis Colts at cornerback. 
They lost uh, Rock Yassin and Xavier Rhodes. They brought in Brandon uh, Fisison. I can't even pronounce his last name. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Don't care. They're not good. Put it that way. The second most unimproved unit that needed the most, the Green Bay Packers receiving. Receiving unit. They've lost Devontae. They've lost Equinemius St. Brown. Most likely going to lose MVS. They still have Lazard, Cobb, and Rodgers. Jawan Winfrey, Malik Taylor. That group combined for a rating of 0.21 in Pro Football Focus's war. Nearly a quarter of Adams' individual war total. Of that group, Cobb's the only player to have any kind of a a single season receiving grade above 70, but there, there's no denying he's far away from his prime. Um, 70, by the way, is an average grade. Adams, on the other hand, the highest grade of wide receiver in 2020 and 2021. You still have Aaron Rodgers, but the highest graded wide receiver is um, Randall Cobb, and that goes back some years when he graded out at 70. But 70 is average. Everybody else has graded below that. Think about that. So receiving and returning are the two areas that the Packers really have not done well in addressing. Didn't happen. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels, you can hit me up there as well. But that's that's just some reality. Now, the other thing to remember is while some people are panicking, they haven't done anything, there's still going to be June 1st cutdowns. June 1st is when you see some of these veterans and these bonuses that are going to be distributed that they can't cut them until after June 1st. So when June 1st rolls around, training camp rolls around, some of these guys are going to get cut. You would assume that the Packers are going to swoop in and pick up a couple of people at some point. But right now you're battling Jerron Reed, Rasul Douglas, and $20 million over the cap, or under the cap, I should say. But you still need money to bring in your, your rookies, anywhere from 8 to $10 bucks. So what you just paid to Reed and Douglas, albeit minimal, you still don't have a giant chunk of change sitting there to be able to go out and get somebody, which now becomes more paramount that you re-sign or assign to an extension, Jair Alexander, to give yourself some cap space off of that $13.2 million contract that he's going to get right now. You could probably cut that back three to five million bucks at least and give yourself a little breathing room. But that's probably the next piece to fall. Uh, Adam says, uh, is MBS just going to Kansas City to get the Packers to increase their offer to him? I'm sure we probably had a mediocre offer on the table. Yeah. You're probably 100% correct. But I'm not putting a big giant offer on the table for MBS. Why? Nobody else is paying a man. Why would I? Why would I go out of my way to 
to make the deal that much sweeter. I mean, at this point in time, this is this is business, man. This is money. Every dollar counts. Right? 877-867-1670. Find us. Um, let's do this. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to John. John, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? John, how you doing? Good. How's Bill this afternoon? I'm doing great, man. What's on your mind? Um, well, we were just talking about uh, positions that, you know, basically we need to get upgraded as far as receiver core and returners. And uh, looking at this upcoming draft where we got our picks, a um, couple of names that do pop out to me. Uh, I would love to get Chris Alave from Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. I know that we haven't drafted a wide receiver first overall, or a first round, that is, uh, since Javon Walker back in the day. But the way that the Packers have done this offseason, we franchise tag Devontae Adams. We haven't franchised a player in a decade. And then we turned around and traded him. When's mm-hmm. the last time we ever traded a player for draft picks? I I don't know if in my lifetime if that has happened. Um, well, don't forget, it, though, they tried to sign him and they offered him more and he didn't want to stay. So they had to trade him. And to take a guy that was going to be a free agent and get a one and a two for him, that's not a bad way to go. Actually, they did the best they could. Right. And. You know, I I applaud them for it. They they got something instead of nothing. You know, and normally that's not the Packers' way. You know, that has not been predictable. Um, so I kind of feel like this is the year that we might just draft a wide receiver in the first round. Um, now when it comes to a returner, um, I'm going to throw a name out there. Have you take a look at him, see what you think. Marcus Jones, he's a cornerback from Houston, and he was a returner at the University of Houston, and he was also a gunner, and that's where he makes his hay is on special teams. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder, I, I have faith in Rich Passaccio coming from Las Vegas. I feel like if he were to tell Matt LaFleur, I want that guy, I don't think a third-round pick would be too high to spend on special teams. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I don't think, well, I appreciate the phone call. I don't think that special teams necessarily is the top priority, although you hope to get better just because you got different philosophy and you got different, you know, personnel, so to speak, that you're going to be utilizing. Um, but, no, I look, I, you need a returner. You got to have some consistency back there. There's, look, I, I like Jamison Williams, the wide receiver out of Alabama, but you, you got the torn ACL. You need somebody to come in and start now. So when you look, when you mention Chris Olave, look, I like Chris Olave, um, uh, the wide receiver out of uh, Ohio State. Uh, you know, I like his counterpart. As a matter of fact, you know, when you talk about Garrett Wilson, another wide receiver out of Ohio State that's picked to go in the top ten. You know, now Olave, I don't think is going to go to the top ten. But he's he's going to be right around there. Uh, what hurt, obviously, uh, Jameson Williams. I mean, he might have been the top guy had he not torn the ACL. 
by the time it was all said and done. You got, uh, what is it, Jahan Dotson, the other one coming out of Penn State. He's another wide receiver that a lot of people are talking about that could go uh, first round. Traylon Burks, uh, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Uh, another one that could go, that could end up coming to the Green Bay Packers. If you can get a couple of guys that would uh, be hands guys that could come to you, um, then that'd be fantastic. That'd be huge. Because then you got a guy that can not only, um, you know, hopefully catch passes, but also if he can go back and return kicks and punts, heck yeah, heck yeah. And Drake London, look, I, I know, and Peter Bukowski was even talking about this, Drake London, the wide receiver out of UC, shot, but, but he's top five. Unless you trade your draft choices to go up and get him, you're not, he's not falling. He's not, he's not, I mean, he could get picked up at any point in time. If he becomes the shiny object to say Detroit, now Detroit needs picks, but if if they don't go with Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, then why not add additional pieces and try to get more weaponry offensively to move the ball downfield? Because they didn't do it. They weren't that good at it. Their, their, their defense is a shambles. Though. Their secondary is so bad. So bad. And they desperately need secondary. So Kyle Hamilton most likely is going to be their choice. Uh, but but you could see him going to Houston. You know, Deshaun Watson gone. And you're going to move forward with Davis Mills. Maybe you give him some adding, adding some talent around it, but you also need a tackle. But uh, the Jets could probably pick up him. Um... Hell, the Giants would take them, but the Giants need offensive help too. They're probably going to get Evan Neal. I've heard Evan Neal associated with them a lot coming out of Alabama. I'm just starting to get into all my draft stuff. Uh, so that's maybe where you would find him. But uh, this whole thing about being so deep with wide receivers in the draft, and while it is a name, this level of quality, I, I don't – I don't necessarily buy into that. There's like four or five guys I like, and after that, I see a lot of guys that are all the same. They're all the same. Um, but when you you look at what the Packers have done, think about this. Packers let go of Equinemius St. Brown, MBS, Devontae Adams, signed Aaron Rodgers. They changed punters, basically. Um, you, you bring back Devontae Campbell, which I, I'm – completely elated and somewhat shocked they were able to get him back because I thought for sure he was going to get a mass amount of money on the open market. Rasul Douglas, they brought him back. Your defense is pretty solid. You let go of Zedaria Smith. Things have changed pretty dramatically. But you still have, you re-signed Preston Smith. You brought in Jerron Reed, another piece to your defense. Your, your defense might be as fortified as it's been in a long, long, long time. You just need you just need wideouts. You, the Packers have done well. I just don't know if you can just throw two rookie wideouts with Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Amari Rogers and say, "Go get them, guys." I just don't know if you can do that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
really special event coming up on Friday. Can't express it enough. Can't say enough about it. And I've got yet another update on the event coming up on Friday. Friday, March 25th, this Friday, 5 to 7. We're going to be at Albanese's Roadhouse on Blue Mountain Road in the uh, Waukesha Brookfield area, right next to Menards uh, across the street from Home Depot. And we're going to be serving up myself and Gina Della from Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're both going to be there. Behind the bar, uh, we're rolling up our sleeves. We're going to be serving some cocktails, okay, making some drinks. That's what we're doing. And all of our tips, we're going to pass the pitcher. We're going to raise some money. And the best part about it is it continues to grow. So first off, our buddy Sean from Epoxy Flooring Done Right said, hey, I will do a two-car garage full free to the highest bidder on that package. So we got that going for us. And then we had a terrific bank uh, right there in the Brookfield area, Elm Grove, step up CIBM Bank, uh, matching donations up to 500 bucks. And CIBM Bank, fantastic, uh, whether it's in Wisconsin, Illinois, or Indiana, they got you covered. Whether it's business lending, business banking, personal banking, whatever it happens to be, they do it. Okay, so if you're a commercial guy, or if you're a small business owner, if you're a large business owner, and you're looking to either refi or buy property, whatever it happens to be in any one of those areas, that's the bank you want to deal with. They're good people over there. I know it. I've seen it. I, hell, that's where my business account is, okay? I use them. That's how much I believe in them. And our buddy Joey Albanese, listening to the program, said, look, if CIBM Bank can do it, we'll do it. So Albanese's is going to match the donations up to 500 bucks as well. So we're already starting out with like two grand. Two grand. Come on. We can do this. Raising money for special spaces, a tremendous charity that builds these custom dream bedrooms for kids with cancer that's why we're doing this it's not just because we want to get out and drink and party it's because we want to do something good and we want to raise awareness so if you can come out and join us this coming friday five to seven albanese's roadhouse right there on blue mound road in waukesha come on out myself gina della from pella is going to be there and here's the best part is we're going to live stream it i'm not going to be hosting the live stream gina della is not hosting the live stream Kristen, my girlfriend Kristen. And Gina Della's husband, Chris. So it's kind of like Chris and Chris, C-square, going to be hosting the live stream. They're going to have guests from special spaces, and I'm sure Joey Albanese is going to make an appearance. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to watch it from Parts Unknown, be, that, that's great. If you want to be there, please be there. Come out, donate. We're going to have a fantastic time, a fantastic time. But we can't do it without you. So, again, coming up this Friday, March 25th, 5 to 7, it's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, our local affiliate in Milwaukee, the big 920, uh, WOKY, uh, Albanese's Roadhouse, uh, epoxyflooringdoneright.com, and our great friends over at CIBM Bank. Go to CIBMBank.com. Whether it's for your business needs, personal needs, whatever it happens to be, you're good to go. Um, getting back to the uh, discussion regarding the Devontae Adams trade and what's going on and what the Packers got, look, you have to remember – in this particular situation, the Packers had a franchise tag on Avante. It wasn't like they had him under contract. It wasn't like they were shopping around the numerous teams. They tagged him to, because he was not coming back. So they tagged him and then got a one and a two out of him. It's a different scenario. Tariq Hill was under contract. They could hold him up to the highest bidder. So here you go. But Devontae wanted to go to the Raiders. So the only other thing the Packers could have done was maybe sign him to a tender offer, had the Raiders then come in and got into that and maybe got a couple of ones for it. But that's about it. They, they did pretty well. 
they did really well. But Tariq, it's a it's a completely different scenario when you talk about trades. It's not like they had him under contract and they were shopping around all these different teams. And the reason they didn't do it last year was because they didn't want to piss off Rodgers. So the Rodgers ripple effect is real. They didn't want to piss off Rodgers. They did not, in any way, shape, or form, want to seem like they were just d- d- dismantling what Rodgers had wanted. Otherwise, maybe you do this last year. But they didn't want to go there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. But that's the big news of the day. Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill ends up getting traded to the Miami Dolphins. And uh, they, they got quite a bit for him. It is what it is. Oh, we got a lot going on. Uh, our buddy Mark says, uh, did they, do you think, well, again, going back to, do you think they got enough for Devontae Adams? I, look, no. I would have loved to have seen them get more, but they got what they could. I thought they did really, really well. People, unfortunately, now don't. But I, I thought they the, the Packers did extremely well for a guy that could have just walked. He could have just walked away, and you would have gotten nothing. Would have gotten nothing for him. Instead, they ended up getting a one and a two. It's all good. It's all good. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, Rick says, I think uh, Adams decided he was going to uh, play with Carr and the Raiders last season, which I that I agree with. I 100% agree. 100% agree. I think he had already had his mind made up. That was where he was going to go. That's what he was going to do. And off he went. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Um, eh, let's see here. Uh, Pete says, uh, this isn't the same organizational philosophy that it had in the past years. They understand they don't have any wide receivers starting caliber on this team right now or starting tight end right now. They will do what they need to do to go get playmakers. I, I don't think, look, for those that say they're just going to do it in the draft, I don't think so. I, I'm, I mean, I'm with you, Pete, in, in the sense that they're going to go get a wide receiver or two in the draft. But I still think they're going to make another move that's going to get them another wide receiver. I, th- yeah, I think you have to. I don't think you can go into the season. When you say tight end, they like Tanyan. Tanyan is like a wide receiver. He's not a blocking guy, and he's not Kittle. But there's not many tight – when you say go get a tight end, who are you going to get? Who do you like? Crickets, right? Nobody knows. If you're talking about the draft, yeah, you could get a tight end in the draft. There's nothing wrong with that. You can go there. You can probably grab a tight end in the draft. But but who's out there that you, you say, that's the tight end that's going to set the world on fire? Because as far as I've seen, I don't think there's a tight end that's almost first round capable, right? I don't think there's a tight end that's even in the first round that's going to set the world on fire. There's not a guy that's out there. In, in all the mock drafts I've seen, I don't think I've seen a tight end in the first round. So you can't just say, go get one that's going to set the world on fire. There's not a kittle out there. 
There's not a Gronk out there unless you trade for him. Now, Jarvis Landry, yeah. Rick says, what about Jarvis Landry? You're going to find one of these guys, one of these guys. Now, Jake Ferguson, you can talk about him. Ben, where do you think he goes in the draft? Late four, early five, fringe day two, day three. Yeah. You could get him, but he's not a, he's not, what I'm saying is, is there is not a Gronk or a Kittle or anybody else of that ilk in this draft. So when you say go get a really good tight end, are you going to find somebody better than Tanyan right now? No. I don't think so. Well, the injury question, I definitely not. Right. But st- I, I still could love what Jake Ferguson would bring. Right. If, if look as a pass catcher, hell yeah, no doubt. But is he is he better as is he is he better than the same as, as or less than Tanyan? Oh, right now less than hundred percent. See, I agree. So that's what I'm saying. It's when people say you got to upgrade that position. I don't know what you're going to do. It's easy to say it, but there's not tight end there. There right now, a really good tight end is like a unicorn, man. Yeah, I don't know who else is out there. I call it depth, and then you develop him and see what he becomes. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a free shot. To you're take, probably right, in essence. Yeah. Yep, you're probably right. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Um, Mark says, "What about Trey McBride out of Colorado State? I don't think he's projected to be uh, a number one in the first round. Late two. Yeah. I like him. I mean, I know who you're talking about. I haven't necessarily seen him play a lot. I like Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State, too, but I don't think he's going to be top two or three rounds. But he's a guy that can block. Isaiah, uh, was it likely? Likely? He, he, I don't know anything about the kid, but I've heard a lot about him. I think he played at Coastal Carolina. But I don't know much about this guy at all. Dolchich, um, uh, well, God, that big kid out of UCLA, he's another guy that's getting a lot of run. But I, beyond that, I don't know anybody. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. My shallow brain says no Pac-12 tight ends because they don't block. Because no. they don't play physical football. Well, unless you're just looking strictly for a pass catcher. And if you're doing that, you got Tanya, who already knows your system. You're not going to upgrade there. That's what I'm saying. It's easier said than done. And your your concentration, right? If you get a good tight end and you fall ass backwards into that, that's great. That's great. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, if you're looking at it right now as your needs, your needs are, and you don't want to necessarily draft for need all the time, but considering that you're in this to win it right now, you're going wide receiver, edge rusher, offensive and defensive line depth. That's where I'm going wide receiver, edge rusher, because you can't have enough guys to pressure the quarterback. Defensive line depth, depth, offensive line depth. And defense and offensive line depth just depends on best available. Pick between the two, whoever the best available is. That's that's my draft. I mean, if you get another wide out that's a, or a corner that's a kick returner or something like that, go, go for it. Do it. That's great. But what you need is wide outs, edge rushers, then defensive or offensive line depth. If you can find depth at the linebacking core, you're probably a little thin there, middle linebacker. You could do that. 
you could add always to the, the, the secondary. I mean, you can go in that direction, but those first four is where, is where my concentration is going to be. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Speaking of concentration and great people, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, reminding you not only are we doing something incredibly charitable, not myself, but uh, Gina Della from Pella, but uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they have got many different lines of replacement windows. When many of the others out there, they've got one. You call them up, you say, "You got windows? We got one. Uh, it's a vinyl window, and uh, we we got a square one, and then we'll put it in your house." Okay, great. Well, leave that place. Get out of there. Get the hell out of there. Because what you have at Pella Windows and Doors is two energy-efficient, budget-friendly lines of vinyl, two of them, a line of impervia, which is the strongest material, and then wood windows, three different lines there, from traditional to contemporary. That makes six different lines for your taste and your budget to put in your home. All of them are awesome. And right now, think about this, 18 months, no payments, no interest. I piqued your interest, right? 18 months, no payments, no interest, or 300 bucks off of each window, 700 bucks off maybe a Pella entry door system. Or maybe you're like me and you thought, I got windows. I'm looking out of the Pella windows right now. I'm quiet, cozy, comfortable. But I got one patio door that sucks swamp water. Can't open it. It's all metal. It's crap, junk. Got to get rid of it. So that's what I'm going to do. I went with one Pella patio door. You can get a thousand bucks off a patio door. Whatever you choose. Just be sure to book it by the end of the month like I did. I just did it. I believe in it. I'm buying it. I'm getting it. And when they're installing it, I'm going to show you the process. It's great. Set up your free consultation right now at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them, 855-PellaWI. You're free in-home consultation from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Last night, great time getting down to the Pfizer Forum. Had a really good friend of mine in town. Um, Met him and his son, Liam, uh, Ryan and Liam came in. We met them down at uh, down at San Giorgio in Calderon Club last night, had a tremendous dinner. Uh, and they pair uh, the Bill Michaels, at which we had the uh, the Penny Salsina uh, last night over at Calderon Club and the Chicken Marsala. They pair it up with Point Brewing and Cider Boys. And, man, what a tremendous time. If you're heading downtown, at, and we saw Joe Martino last night, as a matter of fact, and, and best of luck to Joe. Joe just had some spinal surgery. And uh, I was moving a little slow. But uh, so if you see Joe, don't pat him on the back. Just say, hey, how you doing, man? Talk to him a little bit and just make sure he's doing okay. But uh, Joe is uh, the owner of Point Brewer, uh, Point Brewing up in Stevens Point. But uh, saw them down there yesterday. But had a great dinner last night down at San Giorgio and uh, and uh, called her own club and then went over to the Pfizer Forum. So if you're heading downtown, maybe tomorrow night, because maybe you're one of the first 10,000 in to get that ring, that replica ring that the Bucks are giving away tomorrow night. Uh, stop in uh, early on. Get down there early to a Calderon Club. Get yourself a seat. Go And that place filled up like, bam, like 5 o'clock, boom, everybody came in. The place was packed. And then everybody off to the game. So go in, get your meal early. Yeah, I think they open at 4 o'clock, get in, eat. 
and then get over to the game and maybe get your replica ring. But uh, what a tremendous, tremendous place and a great dinner. Every time I take people there, they always say the same thing. My, my God, this is the best Italian food I've ever put in my mouth. I said, that's, that's what I've been preaching for a long time. So really good night last night down there at uh, Calderon Club. Stop in and tell them we said hi. Um, the uh, Nathan says we could really use a draft pick for special teams coverage. Um, coverage that just kind of morphs what you, you know, depth is where you're looking for that, you know, whether it's, you know, putting Alan Lazard or somebody else like that on coverage as a gunner, uh, another corner as a gunner, Shannon Sullivan as a gun. I mean, somebody like that, of that ilk, you're trying to use as a gunner, uh, for coverage coverage was not terrible. It was, you know, part of it was just, you know, punting in general, but the coverage, it just always, I, I think you're going to get a lot out of special teams coaching. I really do. I don't put a lot of stock into coaching sometimes, but knowing what I know now regarding some of the schemes and some of the philosophies with Mo Drayton, I really think things are just naturally going to get better. Uh, Rick says the Packers are lucky in the fact that they play an easy schedule and they're going to have time to get rookie wideouts up to speed. I don't know about an easy schedule. Um, the, the actual dates have not come out yet. But your home games, um, what? You've got Chicago and Detroit. Minnesota will be a little bit tougher. you got Dallas coming to town. you got the Patriots coming to town. The Rams coming to town. You do have uh, – you got the, the Titans. There's another playoff team coming to town. So you got four – out of your eight home games against playoff teams, the Giants and the Jets are both terrible. And the Lions and the Bears, it's just it's a rivalry game, so it's always a little bit tougher. On the road, obviously, you got the, the Bears and the Lions and the Vikings, but you have the Bills, a playoff team, the Dolphins, who have gotten better. I just don't know if they're there yet. Uh, you got Philadelphia, another team that's trying to vie for the top spot in the East. The Buccaneers with Tom Brady and then the Washington Commanders. So it's not an easy, it's not a hard schedule, but it's not an easy schedule by any stretch of the imagination. And you don't know, say, better the Bears or the Vikings are going to be. You'd like to figure that the Bills are going to be really tough. The Dolphins went on a little bit of a run in the second half of the season. Maybe they're feeling some mojo juice out of that and getting Tariq Hill and bolstering that offensive line. Maybe that makes them better. I don't know about the Eagles yet. We know the Buccaneers, are just, they're going to be good. And Rodgers against Brady is one that Rodgers gets kind of amped up for. And uh, the last time those two teams faced off, it wasn't the, the best of outcomes for Rodgers. So I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to say it's an easy schedule. I don't think it's overwhelmingly hard, though. And last year was a pretty solid schedule. Last year was much tougher. And they, they played well. They survived it. Got to give him credit. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. Um, this one's from uh, Mark who says, uh, what do you think of the Chicago Bears and what they have done this offseason? If you want to look at the most unimproved unit, some things that they really needed to do, the only thing they did was pick up Lucas Patrick on their offensive line. 
They lost James Daniels. They lost Alex Bars. They lost Jason Peters. I shouldn't say lost. They, they weren't overwhelmingly great anyway. And the new general manager, Ryan Poles, he's kind of made it clear that he's, he's going to rebuild the team the way he calls it, quote, properly, instead of trying to salvage the, the, the North mess. And never give it back. They're never. Never going to give it back. I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon, but um, they're going to try to make something out of the mess that was left behind. Um, I guess if you're a Bears fan, you're somewhat encouraged by that, but they were hoping to get more out of the offensive line here in free agency than they did, but just because Justin Fields was uh, you know, under pressure all the time, he had the second highest pressure rate in the National Football League last year. And so far, the Bears have seen two of their highest graded offensive linemen, uh, James Daniels and Jason Peters, both leave. Uh, Daniels now went over to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's offensive line was terrible. Uh, Peters, kind of still a free agent, but you'd be surprised if he'd re-sign in Chicago. Chicago, they did sign, like I said, Lucas Patrick. Um, and he worked with Luke Getze. So Luke Getze knew him right away and said, hey, that's that's a guy we want to go for. But he wasn't really highly graded when it came to pro football focus either. So I don't know how much of an upgrade it is losing Allen Robinson. Robinson's sitting out there right now. So um, I don't know how much better Chicago's going to be. Khalil Mack is gone. They've had injuries they've had to overcome. Uh, Akeem Hicks. Obviously, so I don't I don't know if Chicago is really ready to take any kind of a step forward. They may they may be the same or worse this year, but at least you know they're trying to build it in a better situation. And the Bears, um, as it stands, um, are not terrible when it comes to cap space either. The Bears have a lot. They've got twenty five and a half million bucks right now. On, on average, $25.5 bucks. So they've got a little bit of money, a little bit of money to spend. And Cincinnati, even with all their signings, they still have $23 million. The Chiefs just gained uh, a good amount of breathing room, and the Carolina Panthers still have close to $30 million in cap space, and they can't find themselves a quarterback, although they've said flat out, we are not interested in Baker Mayfield. How bad does Baker Mayfield have to be for a team that has money, doesn't have a quarterback to say, no, nah, we don't want you? They called it mutual disinterest, <laughs> which is like if you're at a bar and you, and you hit on somebody right. and they say no, it's like, ah, yeah, neither of us are really yeah. into it. Yeah. That's like, um, <laughs> what, what was the old, my buddies used to say, uh, he would see a really hot girl in the bar. He'd go over and go, Hey, how you doing? And she'd like turn away or go, what do you want? And he'd go, eh, nothing. I was just stopping by, you know, and he'd come back over and he'd go, yeah, she, I don't want her. She's a lesbian. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> you just looked at this really cute girl. She completely blew you off. And that's what, that's your takeaway from that. So that's that mutual disinterest. If the Carolina Panthers were going to pay Baker Mayfield quite a bit of money and say, hey, we want you to be our guy. We believe in you. I think Baker Mayfield would run down there in a heartbeat. He would run down there. He wouldn't even drive or fly. He would run because he's just trying to get himself out of the mistake by the lake. And uh, they, <laughs> the mutual disinterest. Yeah, that ain't happening. That's not it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Ready! 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show for this Wednesday. Plug it on through, man. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up today? You can. Otherwise, plenty of ways to get hold of us. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, email, all that kind of stuff. Always find the program in many different facets. Don't forget, after the program, you want to watch it, you want to check it out again, you can subscribe for free. Yes, for free. Uh, all you got to do is go either one to YouTube, go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels show. That's youtube.com slash Bill Michaels show. Or you can uh, check it out on Spotify. You can check it out over on iTunes. You can find us on Google Podcasts, wherever your podcasts can fall. You're good to go. Um, 877-867-1670, our number one pack attack says, Rodgers staying in Green Bay, the smartest thing he could have done as a path to the Super Bowl. The AFC is going to be beating up on one another, while Rodgers in the NFC has a clear clear path with everything to play uh, play out. Uh, priorities in order. Solidify the defense. Done. Two, find uh, one more wide receiver in the draft to be determined. And three, add depth to the rest of the team in the draft. We have a team that could make it to the Super Bowl in the next two years. I like our chances. I can't wait for the draft. It'll be the most exciting one for the Green Bay Packers in years. It's from a diehard Packerbacker. That's our buddy, uh, oh, number one pack attack, shooting us an email. Like it. Although I will say, yeah, you need you need two wideouts, not just one. You need two. Um, Matt says, don't forget they signed Tanya for four million, and Lazard has not been signed as of yet to his tender, so there's no room for Tariq Hill or anybody else for that matter to have to pass on that, which I agree. 100% agree. Steve says, uh, sorry to correct Ben, but Mercedes Lewis was a Pac-12 tight end. Uh, one hell of a blocker. Yeah, he's the unicorn in the bunch, Steve. No, I know. You I said that semi-jokingly. Yeah. It's a free you don't shot find, at Pac-12 football. Right. You don't find many of those um, running around. I, I will say that. You don't find many Pac-12 blockers. He is, uh, again, the unicorn in the bunch. 877-867-1670. Uh, Santa Ana, California calling me. Who lives in Santa Ana that we know? Answered on air. It's, it's probably a robocall. And maybe it's somebody wanting to let me know that the auto insurance and warranty is about to run out on my vehicle. Or auto warranty, not my insurance, but, you know, they call all the time. Oh, by the way, uh, going to the uh, lawn care service, member. I told you about the uh, weed man and having the issues? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I get a note. Now, this is, this is, this is smart. Okay. Cause it's what true green now is what they are. True green, I, I believe. Cause it used to be chem lawn and they got away from the word chem. So now it's called true green. True gear, true green sends me a note in the mail and it, it basically, and I'll give you the cliff notes version cause I don't have it sitting here. And I, I'm like, oh God, you know, another, 
lawn care company. It's that type of year, time of year, but lawn care company wanting to do my. So I open it up, and in it, it just says, Dear Bill. And it's a handwritten note, which you don't find anymore. Somebody handwrites you a note, you take that to the bank, because they actually took time to sit down and, and pen something out. Dear Bill, if you ever consider another, like, lawn service company, please let us know. We don't want to harass you. <laughs> But we would appreciate the opportunity to do business with you. That would be the reason I would call them. That was whoever was listening and thinking marketing 101, brilliant. Brilliant. It's like years ago, I completely ripped White Claw. And somebody from White Claw was listening, and they sent me a case of it and said, that's okay. If you're not a White Claw drinker, give it to somebody who is. But here we wanted to say thanks for the shout-out anyway, even though I could said I couldn't stand White Claw. And they sent me a bottle of Jack Daniels. Brilliant. Brilliant. So whoever was listening at, uh, at, at True Green, kudos. Kudos to you for listening to the program and, and understanding the situation. Love that. Did they write People the letter in cursive? Um, well, kind of, you know how it's that hybrid where you start out with like the, the capital T and a small H, but you put the E R E together in cursive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's that it was that. And if I had to be stereotypical and maybe even chauvinistic, I think it was a dude that wrote it because <laughs> women don't have usually poor handwriting. I don't know why they just don't. Us guys, I I go through what I went through with the mechanical printing. I do that. I write things out that way. But, yeah, I think it was a dude that wrote it. So, anyway, on that note, Marketing 101, brilliant. Brilliant. All right, we're back at it again tomorrow. Keep putting Friday on your calendar, 5 to 7, Albanese's Roadhouse. We're going to raise some money for charity. We want you to come out and join us. Maybe get a beverage from me. We're going to do some celebrity bartending, and all the tips are going to go to special spaces. Please come out and join us. Time for us to go. Have a going. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.